arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Yes, indeed. Good morning and welcome in again to another edition of Creative Cafe. As always, we welcome Kristen Chesick. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I've got my Big B coffee. I know I've already been offered Death Wish coffee. Well, actually, it's called Double Death. Double um, Death coffee. It's uh, and, it, and it's 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 very good. It's mm. it's. I did not like. I did not think I would like a dark roast. Yes, but I do. Okay. But I have seen it has a definitive effect on people after they drink it. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, one yeah. of our our former employees who left yesterday. Uh, had some, and she goes, "What did you put in this stuff?" And I'm like, <laughs> "This caffeine times caffeine on the label." So oh, I'm guessing. Okay. Here you go. So somebody's so, sock drawer is yeah, uh, a little, organized a little bit. And morning. then uh, okay. Jerry, our news Great. guy, on uh, Friday said, "I got to go out and get some food because um, I'm feeling a little bit jumpy here." Oh, okay. So, and he he was in the army for 20 plus years, so. <laughs> but uh, that's that's my choice of the morning. This morning is my double death coffee. All right, so we're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. This is the third part of a five-part series that we're doing on sustainability and grants. It is Earth Month, and uh, so happy Earth Month to everyone. So that's why we're talking about sustainability. It's also uh, the launch of our new grant season here at the Arts Council, so we're squeezing both in this morning. My first guests this morning are Patrick Turner and Megan Zilke, founders and owners of Vintage in the Zoo. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Kristen. Good morning. How are you guys this morning? We're doing really great. This is early for us. <laughs> this is but, early for uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but this is great. Thank you for inviting us to come on. No, no problem. What is your favorite morning beverages? Um, well, I'm currently drinking a hot coffee, and it's too hot. I can't even drink it, so I'm a little disappointed. Um, Isn't that the worst? That's, that's it's, yeah, it's bad. So I'm kind of just waiting for it to cool down. Um, but yes, 100% coffee. I'm a super busy mom, so it's 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 a it's a must for my life. And same here. Just coffee as soon as possible in the morning. For sure. <laughs> well, good, good. With with cream. With cream. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Can you guys describe your company, Vintage in the Zoo? What is it? Who does it serve? <clears throat> yeah. So Vintage in the Zoo is a vintage and handmade market that um you know we operate uh, around the city and the area uh we started in 2017 operating primarily out of uh, the kalamazoo farmers market at bank street back then it was a pretty small event we had about 17 vendors i think the first year uh and every year it's grown pretty dynamically um in a few years ago, I guess in 2021, we made the move uh, to downtown Kalamazoo. So now we hold the event every second Saturday on the North Walking Mall, uh, right, kind of right by the Radisson. We do it in collaboration with Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Mm-hmm. And we are, are really lucky to use their Anna Witten Hall space, which is this beautiful outdoor space right at the, the top of the North Mall. And this year we're growing. We're going to be shutting down part of the street and making more room for vendors. So, yeah, we serve uh, vintage vendors, handmade vendors, craft, artisan, um, just artists. You know, our, our guests are, like, from 
middle school age kids to up until people like our parents' age and everyone in between. It is like <laughs> amazing. It's kind of a melting pot of the Midwest. So people from all over, uh, with people from Wisconsin, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Detroit, Traverse City. Um, it's it's such a great fun place to do people watching if you like that sort of thing. Because <laughs> I mean, there's such a variety of people. It's so much fun. It's it's, that's on market days. That's what I most look forward to is really just seeing h- how many people are showing up and who's showing up and um, just what what everything is what's going on. You know, it's sure. Great. We 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 expect to have about seventy vendors and event this year every, okay. every second Saturday downtown. Okay, so yeah, second Saturday. When does that start? Um, May fourteenth will be our 14th. first event um, uh-huh. in Kalamazoo. Okay, um, and. I think, uh, so our very first event this year will be uh, May 1st in Grand Rapids. Um, and that's, we're so excited to be going there. And, you know, this has been something that we, we've been working on for a couple of years with the Grand Rapids downtown market. Um, and it's, it's such a beautiful space. We're so excited mm-hmm. to be there. Um, but the pandemic got in the way and, you know, we just we kind of had to put that on hold. So we're, you know, so glad to be going there. Grand Rapids is has opened us with open arms and has been so accepting, so willing to hang our posters. Everybody's super enthused, and we can't wait just to kind of reach out to that um, group of people in Grand Rapids and bring them to Kalamazoo to um, our really amazing city here. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. So most people think of shopping for vintage as kind of that cool, kitschy thing to do. You, you grab the whole family, go down, look for something fun uh, that may have been in Grandma's kitchen. But um, really there are some real positive outcomes when we look for things that are already made, used, and ready for reuse. And I'd love to hear about how shopping vintage helps us and be environmentally responsible and sustainable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it It is a it really does help build sustainability and that's something that our vendors are really focused on and our guests as well at the markets. You know, it's like something like 85% of our clothes end up in a landfill or burned across our lifespan. And, and that equates to like 15 million tons a year going to a landfill. So it's, it's a lot and it's a problem. And so, you know, shopping vintage, shopping thrift, um, you know, it, it continues the product's life cycle. You know, it gives it another, it's like a circular use cycle. Mm-hmm. So it really allows those products to, to find a new life, find a new home. And, you know, now, you know, vintage has had a really, a really great resurgence amongst the youth. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you see it in, you know, the amount of, you know, really great vintage stores we have downtown in Kalamazoo now. Um, mm-hmm. And, so what what those people are doing, what our vendors are doing is, you know, they're going out and finding these really great pieces, these really great brands, things that maybe forgotten a little bit or, you know, vintage sportswear attire and things like that, that, that people will really want to love and, and getting it back in those in those people's hands, keeping right, it, right. keeping it out of the landfill. Right. So, so it's it's more um, than just antiques and uh, um things that we think of as value and have you know worth money so we're, we're talking about about um all sorts of items correct oh yeah yeah definitely okay. yeah housewares and and um you know knickknacks like records i mean pretty much anything mm. you can think of you know at our market 
I dare say anyone could come and find something they're going to love, you know, and that it's really connecting with maybe something from your past or something that, you know, for your future, kind of envisioning yourself with mm-hmm. this product. Is, you know, you're not going to find these products at every department store, every big box store on Amazon, you know, so it really is, you know, a place you can find something super unique. Um, and that also adds a value to those, those products, you know, and Megan does an incredible job of, um, of being kind of the artistic director and creative director of the market and jurying our markets, mm-hmm. um, making sure that each event has a really great mix of the vendors that will be there. And then also approving those vendors into the market just to make sure that, you know, they have really great products that people are going to love and yeah. enjoy. And I think, like, with the whole, with the value, um, with, you know, so many people, a lot of people, like, think that it's vintage or it's antique, it must maintain a value. Um, I, the, the saying goes, I, I think this is the way it goes, a one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, so that is true. It's just because, you know, somebody else doesn't find value in it, that, you know, somebody can come along and see something and connect with it and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really just, maybe see it as something that they remember just nostalgia brings up the past or like Pat said, it's something they want to see in their future. So Sure, sure. So the next vintage in the zoo is May for Kalamazoo is May fourteenth, yeah. correct? And the time time on that? Um so the event starts at twelve and it goes to seven PM. Okay. Uh we have a live DJ from DJ Dan Seeley. Uh, we'll be there every second Saturday in right downtown on the North Kalamazoo Walking Mall uh, and the Anna Wynn Hall space. And so we're so excited to be back. Last year was so much fun, and it really does feel like home um, being there. And we love uh, just being in that space and bringing light to it and seeing the, the space activated. Yeah, um, We also really try to drive our guests, you know, down the mall and to all the mm-hmm. brick-and-mortar retail shops and to the restaurants and you know, just to support the whole downtown community. So right. we like we, we love bringing kind of a different um, group of consumers to downtown to Kalamazoo downtown. that maybe wouldn't be there that time of day or, or you know, uh, multiple weeks out of the summer like that. So we, we really just, we love this city and, um, you know, that's why we do this here. And so, yeah, we're, we're really excited to be back downtown. Well, we're excited to have you back downtown. I'm looking forward to May 14th, uh, noon, which means I can still do the radio show and get down to see you guys. <laughs> and uh, um, thanks. I've been talking with Patrick Turner and Megan Zelke this morning. They are the founders and owners of Vintage in the Zoo. We're talking about sustainability. Thank you so much, you two. Oh, thank you so much, Kristen. Yeah. Have a great day. We appreciate it so much. Yes, you too. All right, you're up next. Are you a student? Artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the art scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.
You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning, and we're back. We just talked about sustainability, and now we're on to grants. Happy new grant cycle year for the Arts Council. I'm here this morning with uh, Keith Pitts. He is a new member of the Arts Council and a recent recipient of the Caddy Grant. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. What is your favorite morning beverage? Um, generally, I, I wake up and I, I start off with water and then I move over to coffee. Uh, but on days when I'm tired, I throw in some juice to get sugar Ah, yes. to kind of give me a quick up. Okay. You know. So running the gamut there. Yeah, like today, I, I chug some juice, chug some water, then went on to coffee. <laughs> okay. Favorite coffee? Um, you know, I like uh, light roast just because I've read once that it has more caffeine content in it. So It, it does. So, yeah, those light and blonde roasts are actually way yeah, up there in the yeah. caffeine. It's, it's not about flavor. It's about caffeine oh. for me. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Well, yeah. welcome. Thank you for being caffeinated this morning. Um, you're a recent transplant from Wisconsin where you completed your MFA in painting and drawing. But before that, you spent about 20 years as uh, working as a theater designer, set designer. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I, I started off, uh, just not to, to go too far into it, but um, when I was in high school, they didn't offer art classes. And so I, I started taking theater classes, and I realized I could make a, a living uh, mm -hmm. practicing both sculpture, painting, and drawing. Um, uh, and someone would give me a budget to work with. You know, so. <laughs> right, right. So what led you to expand your artistic talents into the painting and drawing? It, it was always uh, kind of a dream of mine that was in the background mm -hmm. that I, I wanted to to um, focus on studio art. Um, and, and I just hit a point in my career where um, there's a lot of illusion in theater. And, and I was just trying to look for something that uh, was a lot more truthful for myself. Mm -hmm. and, and focusing on my own practice, my art practice allows me to kind of explore different narratives instead of just being um, tied to the script, which is a great way to create having the script there as the, mm -hmm. as the foundation. Sure. Um, but this allows me to investigate and explore uh, other avenues. Okay. And what's your current medium? Uh, my current medium is, is paint. Uh, it's, it's generally um, one of my big things that I like to do is I like to explore um, within my own definition of what a painting is, uh, what a painting can become mm -hmm. um, rather than, than the traditional um, idea of, of what a painting should be. I gotcha. So do you do watercolor or um, gouache? Or? Well, uh, I, I have... Uh, a couple of mediums I like. I love oil okay. paint. Um, and, and every once in a while I, I will paint with the oil. And I love the smell of oil paint. It smells like um, uh, uh, creativity to me. Okay. Uh, you know. Um, but uh, acrylic slash house paint I'll paint in. But right now the project that I'm working with uh, mainly does encaustic, which is uh, pigment mixed into wax. And so I heat it up on a palette mm -hmm. and then apply it to the canvas. Okay, yes. And the current project, you, you recently submitted a grant application mm -hmm. for a special painting project. Uh, love to hear about that project and what led you to apply for the grant. Um, yes, so um, the my current project, uh, I call it a durational painting project because what it does is it's a, it's a practice, uh, a process that I um, do over a period of time. And so... I'm doing this over an entire year, the entirety of 2022, and it focuses on um, mass shootings in the United States. Mm -hmm. And um, what what I'm doing is I, I go to this website that records um, 
uh, gun violence within the United States, and there's a section for mass shootings that they report all of the the, mm-hmm. the incidents. And and every time once reported, I go through this specific process that I, I spend time. I take an eight inch by eight inch canvas, I prime it red, and then I give myself eight minutes to cover as much of the red as I possibly can with encaustic paint, with white encaustic paint. And the reason I do eight minutes is because eight minutes is the average time from when someone realizes a mass shooting is, is happening until they call it in and the authorities show up. So eight minutes passes wow. without anything happening. So I, I'm I'm going through the same process every time I'm doing it, kind of mm-hmm. the way that uh, I, I feel that we often deal with these incidents. We just kind of repeat the same motions, never really trying to do anything uh, different. Mm-hmm. We just kind of keep going through the same motions. And, um, and then after I finish these... Uh, Covering up the red, I carve in uh, with stencils uh, a large number that represents the the uh, number of people killed in the incident and then the number of people injured. And so it becomes a marker uh, that records mm-hmm. these incidents. And so the idea is to present the visual enormity of this uh, so that we, we actually see with our own eyes how often it's happened. Because since January 1st until today, I yeah. have done 150 paintings. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and, and no one's aware of it. I wasn't aware of it until I started looking at this website, how sure. often it happens. Sure. So. Yeah. And so what led you to uh, feel like you needed to do this project? Is this a very personal connection? Um, the, I, I've never been involved in a, okay. a, in a incident. Okay. Uh, and, and thankfully, I, mm-hmm. I've never been involved. Um, but it's something that I see all the time, mm-hmm. um, having children. Um, now and and it's it's something that is always in the back of my head. Especially my son has has recently gone into junior high and and as it goes on, um, you know, and he'll get into high school and and you start hearing about these events and and I think it's it's a real shame that that we we put a lot of the responsibility on the children having to go through these drills, having to, you know, mm-hmm. think about uh, things like bulletproof backpacks and, and, and things along those lines. And, and yeah. so it was just something on, on the top of my head. And I've thought about wanting to address the idea of gun violence in some manner for years. Mm-hmm. And um, I finally just, after doing a project before this, started kind of considering how I might not do something where I'm, I'm, I'm necessarily lecturing but just showing Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. showing this is the reality i'm just recording i'm just recording the data i'm not preaching to anybody sure i'm just showing you what's out there what's out there sure how did you find out about the caddy grant um when when i first went to kalamazoo uh back in june um I uh, I started looking around. I really wanted to find a way to to become involved in the art community. Um, mm-hmm. I I I'm holding back on on jumping right back into the theater community because that would be the 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 natural thing to do. And I want to kind of become established as an artist. Okay. And um and so I found the arts council and, mm-hmm. and I started reading about it and and I saw this opportunity and I applied for a grant before, um and. And uh, then I went to one of your workshops, uh-huh. and, and you and I had a conversation, and yep. then uh, we furthered that conversation, and, and that grant uh, was not um, accepted, and, and then you were willing to have a conversation with me about how I can improve it, maybe some of the reasons why, and, and so I, I took something that was more of a broad, general application and really narrowed it to this specific project sure. uh, and, and, and tried to hit on those points that, yeah. that you recommended that I improve on. Great. 
Well, good. Well, I'm glad that our conversation was fruitful. Oh, it's I think tremendous. this is an amazing project that you're undertaking. Um, in terms of um, 365 days in, is this going to be um, on display somewhere? Uh, absolutely. Um, I I don't know exactly the venue. Um, I Right now, I'm, I'm currently thinking that I want to do a halfway point kind of show uh-huh. at one of the art hops. Okay. Uh, and so, oh, okay. yeah, and mm-hmm. so kind of it, it becomes, you know, being the theater person, I want to do a dry run before I get to the, yeah. the, to the final <laughs> run. Um, and right. um, and so I want to kind of uh, have an understanding of how how my plan for displaying it is, uh-huh. is going to come across sure. um, the, the environment that I'm displaying it in. So I want to find a, a, the, pr- the right environment to display it in mm-hmm. um, that, that actually becomes kind of a frame. For, for what I what I'm talking gotcha. about, and then um, uh, one of my big things, like my long reaches, I wanted uh, to look into uh, applying eventually for art prize and, and trying to see if oh. I can show it there. Yeah. Um, but then also, um, I believe I have until February 2023, and then I need to do a public presentation. So I want to mm-hmm. do one here in Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. and it will most likely be at an art hop then. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. And what advice do you have for others that are looking to apply for a grant? It, it, because you, you went through and actually went through that process of the grant was not accepted and, and we got yeah. to have a conversation and you, you, you reapplied, which was great. I'm so glad a lot of times people um, get that feeling of dejection and they don't want to ever come back, but we would love it yeah. when when um, we can talk about it, get something massaged a little bit, reapply it, and get you on your way. So is there any advice to those folks out there oh, uh, who are looking absolutely. for grants? Absolutely. I think, I think what you said about don't, don't feel dejected, you know. And, yeah. you know, and it, it's, it's taken me into my late 40s to realize that just because someone says no doesn't mean that what you're presenting is, is, is bad. It's just a lot of times you're not checking off the boxes that need to be checked off. And, and so um, having advice uh, mm-hmm. and, and going to the sources, and, and especially when people, like, like you're, you were willing to sit down with me, sure. which is tremendous, you know, and take your time, give me your time. And, and, and so to, to, to keep continuing and, mm-hmm. and develop the idea and also develop your process of, of application and of applying application. for the grades. Great, great. So don't give up. Even if you don't yeah. get funded the first time, right? Yeah. Failure, failure is, is one of the most important steps of success. <laughs> That's know? exactly right. Exactly. Well, Keith, thank you so much for uh, coming in this morning, having a conversation with me. Uh, the um, project uh, sounds um, uh, kind of life-changing, I think, actually. So uh, thank you for undertaking it. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I um I'll have more to say in a year. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Great. So that's another episode of Creative Cafe. I've been talking with Keith Pitts about the Caddy Grants and his project. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produced 10 unique programs that serve artists, and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of 6 to 8 in any given year. Small but mighty, that's the Arts Council. And now you know. 
Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer. Thanks for joining us for The Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Join us each Saturday for a visit to The Creative Cafe right here on 590-1069-FM. WKZO. 